Yamaha Yamaraj, the superintendent of death. Shayam personally, Bhagavatana after coming. While the queens were lamenting for the dead body of the king, their loud cries were heard even from the body of Yamaraj. Assuming the body of the boy, Yamaraj personally approached the relatives of the dead body and advised them as follows. Sometimes the living entity is forced to give up his body and enter another according to this judgment of Yamaraj. It is difficult, however, for the conditioned soul to enter another body, unless the present body, dead body, is annihilated through cremation or some other means. The living being has attached attachment for the present body and does not want to enter another. And thus, in the interim, he remains a ghost. A living being who has already left his body has been pious, Yamaraj, just to give him relief, and will give another birth. Since the living being in the body of the king had some attachment to his body, he was hovering as a ghost. And therefore, Yamaraj, as a special consideration, approached the Lamentin relatives to instruct them personally. The Yamaraj approached them as a child because the child is not restricted but is granted admittance anyway, even to the palace of a king. Besides this, the child was speaking philosophy. People are very much interested in hearing philosophy when it is spoken by a child.
So the queen's here. The demon king here in Kashku was lamenting yesterday. Then Kashku was dead, was killed by Shire. Uh, they were lamenting over the body. That's what time and time again, Prabhupada and the previous Acharyas and the Vaishnavas, they speak that we are not this body. If you can go over this realization, that this point first, that we are not this body, then we can perform our service very peacefully. Because we're not worried. We're not worried about anything. We're not contemplating on the body of life. We're spiritually minded. We observe We know the body can eat. So therefore, a learned person is like a devotee who has full realization of spiritual understanding and knowledge. Krishna explains. Ganatipena Pashoka. Krishna says, through the knowledge, shining light of knowledge, Gana, Vashoka, that he can dissipate the ignorance. The ignorance is what? Is to think I'm the body. The concept of any philosophy is to overcome the body platform. Body is not everything. It's a temporary uh, element that we are put into. We are sitting in the body. We are not the body. Just like when you say, my hair, my hand, my clothes. You are different from that product, that object. You are not the hair. I say, it's my hair. So who are you? Are you the body? Or are you the hair? Are you this lump of material and body? No. So if we can, we can talk about it. But we have to understand, really understand, deep in our heart. That's it. They feel fantastic when you actually realize this point. Whatever you do in life, especially in Krishna consciousness, if you can overcome this body platform, everything goes so smoothly. So the body is dying. Just like a couple weeks ago, one of our devotee kids died in India. And I spoke to the parents. They look fine, they were not loving it. That's, they are great movies. Devotees, we have a realization. We don't know what This is very, very reason why they are still people always talk about, uh, don't worry. Anywhere else they always say that. Don't worry, be happy. Because they know underneath. They have learned. Maybe they are lamenting behind doors. But we have a reason to understand, to be happy. Happiness comes when you are above the material platform. When you are above this attachment to this body. The problem is the attachment. That's why Prabhupada says here in his program. We have to detach ourselves. Detachment comes from giving up the attachment from material objects and surrounded by. Even in Krishna consciousness, when you serve Krishna, Krishna gives us abundance of opulence and happiness. Because we know in our heart, deep down in our heart, we know this is all Krishna's. I'm here to serve Krishna. I'm here to serve to Prabhupada. I'm here to serve. We have a mission. We have a goal. So we're not distracted from what we are meant to do in life. Just like Arjuna, he was sent to heavenly planets to get the weapons from them, uh, from Indra. 
And he was approached by uh, Provasi, one of the dancers of the, of the heavy planets. And he said, I don't have time for you because I'm here. I have, my brother sent me here and I have a reason for being here. I don't want to be distracted by anything else. So that's the devotee. I should be very upset. So we have to become similarly observant in Krishna so we, we don't distract ourselves from what we are meant to be in life. Everything we do in Krishna consciousness, we have to see what is the goal? Why am I here? What is my reason for serving Krishna? Who is Krishna? Who am I in relation to Krishna? What is the purpose of life? Why am I running for sense enjoyment? What is there to gain? So this, we have to ask these things. Adhato Brahma The very beginning of human life starts when we can inquire to understand who am I? What is this point? Why am I suffering? That makes us different from animals. Because the animals, they simply live just for sake of living, eating, sleeping, eating, defending. That's all. There's nothing to it. You see these birds, they got in the morning, all they asking is cheap, cheap, cheap. What are they asking? They are saying, oh, how can I turn around? How can I improve my emotions? They are asking for food. Isn't it? They are really easy. And this thing, they never, 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 like, they are always hungry. You give them food, they still come back. They are always hankering for material enjoyment. Spiritual life, is already full of happiness. It is full of joy. It is full of transcendental bliss. And every moment, as soon as you chant Hare Krishna, as soon as you walk into this temple room, clap your hands in front of Deity, in front of Radhavala, and in front of Sulapalupa. You raise your hands from the Deity. It just feels fantastic because you give yourself your life to Krishna. Atmaram. You become fully satisfied. There's nothing else. You don't have to move elsewhere. It's like, it's a, like they always say, the grass is greener on the other side. The cows thinking. They always have this long tongue. They stretch the tongue out to get a piece of grass on the other side of the fence. So mature enjoyment is just like that. But here, here in this temple, we chant Hare Krishna. What do you get out of it? It's such a simple thing. Chandra Chandrapa, and it just feels fantastic. I'm chanting around since last 50 years almost. And I feel fantastic every time I chant. It just feels there's a new pleasure in it. Ever fresh. Spiritual life is ever fresh. It's mentioned here. This word. Ashritya. They're crying over. Ashritya here. Huh? Crying over the body. They believe even in the language they always say, oh, when, the, when the, the body dies, ashes to ashes. Isn't it something like that? Ashes to ashes. Where are the ashes? The soul's gone. So what is there to lament for? The body only functions because it has the soul. Soul is what is prominence and its energy throughout this dead body and makes it move and function. The soul goes by nothing to do with it. That's what we have to understand. Simple. 
Padang padang dapat padang memecah the place of suffering at every step. There's no guarantee you walk down the street, you hit by a car or anything like that. It can happen. But we are not worried. We shall We take shelter of Krishna. Krishna is there in the Holy Name. Kalikale Nabu Krishna Avata. If Kalikuga, Krishna has appeared in his name. Just like yesterday, Lord Nitana's appearances. Why did he appear? Because out of compassion. He appeared in this world to bless the living to uplift them and bring them back to Godhead. Our ultimate mercy. The Lord Himself, the Supreme Lord, Krishna, God, He appears. How merciful He is. God comes down. He is our parents. He is our. Hita Hava Sadagato Mata Tata Pitama. It's mentioned in Bhagavad Gita. Krishna says, I'm the father of the universe. I'm the mother. I'm the grandson. He did We are so attached to this body. That is the main problem. That's what blacks us from Shani Hare Krishna. That's what blocks us from getting that ruchi, taste of the Holy Name. Sometimes people say, oh Prabhu, I'm not getting the taste of the Holy Name. What is blocking? Sometimes, like we want to swim across the, a river, and sometimes there's lots of weeds, and you have to clear away the weeds, then they swim, smooth swimming. I lived in Mayapur, and uh, I was sometimes used to swim across the Ganges, little kids. I joined at the age of six, and in one or two years, I already could swim across the Ganges. It's really, really rough. And there was one devotee who came from Australia, he said, I can swim in the ocean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a professional swimmer. So he jumped in. He said, don't swim, you don't know how to swim in the Ganges, even if you're really good at it. So he jumped in, and uh, he said, no, help me, because he's getting swept away by current. He didn't know how to swim. And we were already in the island. There's an island in the middle to go and play the, in the middle of the island, and, and so we had to uh, call a... Uh, luckily there was a fisher boat nearby. He helped him to get him across and take him back. And we used to swim across all the way to the end. So the idea to be able to know the technique. The technique is we have to get rid of the attachment. The attachment is what blocks us. Just like if you chant, as soon as you sit down to chant Japa in the temple, all kinds of stuff come in your head that you didn't think of it. Isn't it? Before you don't think of it. And, so, and then you sit down to chant Japa, and suddenly all those things, uh, thoughts come in the mind that you didn't even think of it before. So it's like a, so there's a test for us to be able to chant on Krishna nicely, concentrate the mind and holy name. That's why Krishna says, Kama Esha, Kroda Esha, Raja Kurasamudva. Come, lust, anger, greed. These things are sitting in our heart like demons. Sometimes they're stuck in me like demons. I remember um, when a small boy in, in growing up in Shantipur, and uh, they have all the rivers, we used to go and play in the river. And uh, hours later, came home. And I saw there was a thing stuck in the back of my leg. It's a blood sucker. What do you call that? Leech. Leech. They're, they're all over the water in the swampy area. And I was I freaked out. And I didn't know what to do. It wasn't coming off. It was stuck. 
I was pulling it like a rubber And my father said, you put some salt, it'll they just peel off. They can't take salt. And I was cutting it still not dying, still moving. Because salt is dead. So what you have designed in the life? They're stuck in our body, in our mind, in our heart. They're stuck. That's why Krishna says, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, yet claim the heart of the holy name, Chaitanya is what loses, you lose that attraction for material this body. What do you have to? The body is not, it's already. So, it's mentioned here, sometime um, when we die, the soul is still hovering around. It's mentioned here, they become a ghost. And uh, uh, I remember we were in Europe and Hindu uh, Dunamar had to drop off his son at the train station. So he parked a caravan under it under a, a tree. And Europe has a history of the Second World War, a lot of people died. And a lot of ghosts around. Why this ghost? Because they still attach to the body. Even it's long gone, they still hang around. And so then he popped up and I was asleep, I was just sleeping in the caravan, in a, a camper van, under a tree. And uh, there was no one to there. And I find myself somebody sitting on my neck. A really heavy guy. And he had a mustache and Big black guy. And he was choking me. I couldn't blurt anything out. He was blocking my windpipe. Sitting on my neck. Imagine someone sitting on your neck. Just a couple of years ago, they, they, they killed somebody. I can't breathe with that story. And uh, clearly, what actually happened to me. And this guy was sitting, huge guy was sitting. Imagine. And I was trying, trying to chant Hare Krishna. I couldn't, I couldn't say it because it was blocked. <laughs> Only that much. <laughs> then they can pressure your, your consciousness. So in my mind, I was like, Hare Krishna. And I said it, and he, he left. I, hours later, I had a sore neck. I'm sitting on my neck. Because sometimes what they do, they have a body. They suicide, so or die, and then and, and they still after the body. They, they, they come up to you because you have a body. And so then the Prabhupada was saying here, ghost. And this time, I was in my work. And uh, I went to sleep. Sometimes you go to sleep, you're not fully asleep. You're just still awake. Your eyes are closed, but you're still um, kind, of, kind of asleep, but you're here. So I had, and in my book, there's a lot of snakes, a lot of stuff. They, they're around when you're sleeping. And uh, I had this torch next to me, and a knife, because sometimes this uh, snake comes. And then, uh, <coughs> while I closed my eyes, I, I hadn't really sleep yet. And I saw this person next to my feet. He was laughing at me. You know, sometimes people, they laugh, they can scare you, you know, they can make you very scary. <laughs> if you're just laughing, it can make you very scary. And the way he was laughing, he was like, wow, I really freaked out. His, his eyes were going back, all the way to his ear, and his, he, he had a big ear and a big belly, and he was like, like that. <laughs> and so I asked uh, the next morning, I got up. Uh, he, he, he left. And I got up the next day, I told the devotees what happened. They said, This is Brahma Rakshasha. Brahma, no, no, 
and devotees can become also a ghost. And I'm not saying initiating a day, I'm chanting Hare Krishna wasn't going away because he's a Brahman, he's a devotee. He's saying, yeah, you can chant Hare Krishna as much as you like. <laughs> so sometimes, uh, you know, <coughs> we have this, uh, even if you give up your body knowingly, uh, like uh, you, you suicide, you're not going to be happy because you're still after enjoyment. So the idea is to persevere the austerities while you're in this body. Engage this body in serving Krishna. Use this body to serve Krishna. Purify this body. Purify our consciousness. That is the whole idea of process of Krishna consciousness. So how we can purify ourselves. So you're thinking, oh, I give up this body and it's, it's all over. No. It's still happy over. Bhumi rapo naro bhayo kampana Ankara, the The eight types of elements of the body. And then the subtle body, which is mind, health, and ego. That's not key. That's still very subtle. The subtle body is still hanging around. So that's the idea of Krishna consciousness is so pure and it's so powerful. We have to purify the consciousness, the mind. Purify it, it's like we have the Kitan here. It's a very purifying activity, Chanyara Krishna. Very purifying. Yesterday, I did nearly three hours of Kirtan. That's why I'm struggling to speak because my throat is sore. And I wasn't just sitting there and Hare Krishna. So, full on Kirtan, you know how we do. Full on. And I didn't feel any tiredness actually. I'm not saying, no, I'm boosting, but. That is the Krishna consciousness, the chanting the holy name. That's what it gives. It gives us nectar, the bliss, happiness, inner happiness. We were talking about inner happiness. So if we can understand the process of Krishna consciousness, the true knowledge, the shining light of knowledge, Gana Dikana Vasudha. Vasudha is the shining light of knowledge. It's what uplifts us. Is what gives us that transcendent bliss. Sometimes people say, oh, I'm trying hard to so long, so, 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 so many years, I feel not feeling it. That's because we're holding on to the desire and attachment. That's like I said, swimming, smooth swimming across the river to the other side is when you can get rid of those things on the way. Clear away, then you can swim nicely. But if you're carrying stuff in your back, you're going to be dragged down under the water. So then you let go if you. Very light, it feels good. Like that. Everything we do in Krishna consciousness, we have to see in this way. The process of Krishna consciousness is a dynamic, it's, it's ecstatic, it's wonderful, it's full of bliss. That's what Rupa Goswami said in the next devotion. That once by chanting Hare Krishna, by performing devotion, instantly makes one happy. Instantly. That is the proof. You're not happy, that's your problem. You're not jumping into Krishna consciousness. Why the ghosts are hanging around? Because they attached to the body. They already burned your body to ashes. Nothing left for it. And it's still coming for it. That is the deep attachment. That's why we are here in this body. We have to actually fully understand. I'm not this body. How much 
half of our life, actually, if you think about it. How much we, how much everything we do. That's what I said to myself, like a few, um, when you said it's your age, all your life from the time you were born till you die, you calculate how much food you ate. It'd be a truck full of food. Isn't it? One truck full of food you ate. And at the end, your body's burnt to ashes. Here we are. We care so much for the body. They even have a body shop. <laughs> they call it a body. Body shop. They know it's for the body. They didn't write a soul shop. Because they know it's not for the soul, it's for the body. Isn't it? They know that. That's why here we are going one step further. Not just the body. Spiritual time. Platform, soul platform. Knowledge of the soul. Atma can. Spiritual knowledge. It's so deep and it's so wonderful. So if you can get over this platform of body consciousness, we will feel like this. So long we are cast in the body, there's going to be blockage. Simple. Why Krishna said this only time? Why did he say right in the beginning of Bhagavad Gita? Why he didn't say Krishna praying love God right in the beginning? Because he, we have to get over this platform that we are in this body in the beginning. Then we can go to the higher platform of Krishna, love God, symptoms of devotional service. Janara Krishna, hairstyle and hands. I'm Janara Krishna. That 50 years, I didn't have any hair standing in hand. Why feel the handiness? Maybe because we don't have hair. <laughs> but the thing is, the bliss of Krishna consciousness is like that instant happiness. Once you dive into the process of Krishna consciousness, Jani Hare Krishna, dive into wherever you want, you feel excited. It's very wonderful, this process. Why does the ball but alone himself? But he was not alone himself. Prabhupada was sitting under a tree in New York, Thompson Square Park under a tree, alone. But he felt blissful because he was sitting under a tree. doing kirtan. Tatai, tatai, bhakti lakol, ganagana tae, yagyarro, bhakti lakakrishna. Once you pick up the karta, the tai, the tai, vajra kol, and the midanga. And the, 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 the shining sun light, the east, horizon of the east, and rising in the sun and the east of the Navadiri in Bengal, the holy name. It brightens the consciousness. Brighten the mind. So, the spiritual knowledge is already there. Sadhya Kavunaya is mentioned. We are born in spiritual knowledge. We are born with love of God. We are born in Krishna consciousness simply by chanting Hare Krishna. We are removing that influence. So, the process of devotional service is a process by which we remove that influence. That's all. There's a whole process. We have the morning program, evening program, chanting, jump, so saving the devotees. 
taking prasad together. It's not the same when you do it at home. Even a home of a devotee is a temple because there you're offering food to Krishna, chanting Hare Krishna. Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, "My home is transformed into a kunta because there he's translating books and he's chanting Hare Krishna. He can see he has that final vision. He can see that the whole spiritual world manifests in his house because the house of the devotee is Krishna's house." Devotee is thinking everything belongs to Krishna. Starting with himself. This body belongs to Krishna. Sometimes I think to myself, like I want to die in the Not going to happen. But you can at least sentimentally think. Offer your prayer to Krishna. Krishna, please. Allow me to serve you nicely. Allow me to uh, cook for you nicely. Allow me to develop attachment for you, love for you. It's not that we have to change our attitude. That's what Krishna consciousness consciousness. We have to do things in a spiritual consciousness. Change your consciousness, spiritual consciousness. It's all begins to the consciousness. It comes. Our consciousness is down here. Mature consciousness, sense enjoyment, bodily consciousness is is a very lower consciousness. So if you rise in consciousness, spiritual consciousness, then you can do the smooth suni, cross the other side of the river. When you cross the other side of the river, you have to first know how to swim. So, The whole idea of Krishna Consciousness is that to become Krishna Conscious by giving up the attachment to the body that we are so attached to. For a lifetime we are attached to this body. But we are still clinging on to the body. Still clinging on. That's why you come back as a ghost. That's what Prabhupada mentioned here. Come back as a ghost because you still attached to the body. You don't have a body anymore. We are still thinking. We hang around. Even as a devotee, they come as a Brahmaratasha. Like I said, he's chanting Hare Krishna so much to the ghost, and he's not going away because he's a devotee, he's not aware of Krishna consciousness. So, the test of a devotee, the test of a devotee is that how much we are developing. It's like a scale. You put a brick and all those things, and you put some uh, books, it doesn't go on. So it's to scale your desire. Our desire is so big, it doesn't scale. It doesn't matter how big scale you have. It's so heavy. Sometimes there's trees in India, and they don't have those kind of trees here. They have these big trees, banyan trees. You can pull out the root. It's so it goes miles away the roots. Then you cut the tree, it's still growing up. Because the roots down there. So you, you wanna stop, we have to pull the whole root. So desire in our body is like the root of a banyan tree, so big it goes far away, miles away. You pull the whole thing out, then 
flower and fruits. Will grow the devotion to Krishna. The creeper of devotion will grow when you can give up that attachment, like a root of a tree, pulling out that that's been there for lifetime. So big because it's lifetime sitting in there, those desires. Sometimes you are asleep and you're dreaming. This dreaming comes from lifetime. Desires. <coughs> I won't mention any name. There was a devotee here. Um, <coughs> you know who he is. He's 70 plus years. Uh, and uh, he, he said, come here. He called me. And uh, he bought up all this jewelry. This much jewelry. Almost like if he, if he uh, put on a weight, like a couple of cages of jewelry. So, his neck, necklace, earrings, all kinds of jewelry. He said, where did he get it? He said, uh, um, I found it around the temple over the years. And he collected this much. I said, what are you going to do with it? He said, oh, maybe one day I'll be married. 70 plasters. Can you believe it? So, I said, like, when you're 50, you're supposed to, you know, take out sannyas and then go to the temple or like that. He said, now, I'm not in that platform and I still have desire. I said, oh, forget it, you're not going to come for you. And then, <laughs> I was just joking with him. So, we're still dreaming. There's desires, so many desires. You can't take even a grain with you, a hair with you, when you leave this body. Think about it. Why do you need a test to what? I'm wearing a jacket. Vasanti Jinani, Krishna says, just like a body changing, just like when you wear a new clothes and you give up and, and you give up this and wear a new one on. So the body is constantly changing. What is it to be attached to? So you go to the bank, they say, next please. And then you come. And your turn. Right? There's no love like that, they're just calling you like that. So they have to call Krishna out of love. When you call, when your mothers call you, oh, my son, my daughter, you call my name, you feel good. Come, the food is ready. If you go to a the restaurant, they just put the food down. Like, give you one bowl of palak paneer. Do you all know palak paneer? Four pieces of palak uh, paneer. paneer. You're familiar with paneer. Small ones. They're floating in the paneer, in the, in the palak. Maybe 14 to 15 dollars. A small cup. And here, give me here free palak paneer. Full plate. Full plate. And seconds of third. And still complaining. How do you get it on? They have a wundi abscess. They eat up to the neck. The one guy I saw, his pants were falling down, he ate so much. <laughs> Sorry, I have to be graphic here. But that's what happened. People are very ecstatic. There was food here. And then they have a, a donation box up there. And I heard it. A few coins went in there. So you can put, you can put more money for Krishna. Can donate for Krishna. So the whole idea is to come to our temple to raise our consciousness by taking spiritual food stuff. We're not throwing down philosophy down your throat. We're giving you Krishna Prashana, offering Krishna, one more taste of food stuff. And sometimes you see people down the road in the Swanson Street. Jesus is the way, 
and they have this, just if no one's listening. And they go down the heart and everybody, hey, hey, here comes the heart business. And they feel ecstatic. And then, uh, and this guy, shouting, because like everything we do in Krishna consciousness, we have to understand, it is for the pleasure of Krishna. I'm doing this for Krishna. It's like we're cooking for the temple. You know, put things nicely, clean the place nicely. Do it consciousness. Because you're doing it, this is all Krishna's property here. Once you walk in, actually, consciousness in our devotee is that everything is Krishna's. This body is Krishna's. Your family is Krishna's. Whatever I have, my home, my family, I offer all to you. That is the ultimate consciousness of a devotee. Sometimes I'm here, sometimes I'm here, like yesterday, before. The end of the day, I was super tired. I had to go to his house to get here last night. I got back home quite late, like something like 8 or 9 o'clock. And I thought, oh, I'm going to have a good sleep now, I'm so tired. I lay down, I couldn't sleep. I was rolling one side to the other. My mind was here and there. I said, wow, a good festival. My mind was just going away. I couldn't sleep. And sometimes you go home thinking, oh, I have a really good night house and a nice bed. But you can't sleep. I just pull out the yoga and I slept good. So, we have a full-on day serving Krishna. You're being ecstatic. There's not time to be my house. There's no time to be thinking out this body. Because you're giving this body for Krishna. It just feels ecstatic. That's why you require to be Krishna conscious. To fully absorb. That's why Rupa Goswami said, 24 hours a day, I want to generate Krishna. 24 hours a day, I want to busy serving Krishna. Of course, it's not that easy. I can turn into myself. I may all die in the kitchen sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I go in there. This could be my last day here. You know, one devotee gave me a glass to wear in the kitchen, special glass, so that the hot ghee and stuff and hot water doesn't fall in your eyes. And it was, I need to see things nicely. I took it off. So, but you will, it can, it's, a, it's a dangerous place, but at the same time, we take risk for Krishna. We chant Hare Krishna. We do service to Krishna. We know the first principle of a devotee is that you know that Krishna is there to protect us. You worry too much about yourself. Okay, fine. But you're on your own. But you have to take shelter of Krishna. We have to take shelter of the Holy We have to serve to associate the devotees. This was deep a devotee's strength. Sarva Sangha, Sarva Sangha, Sarva Sastra Koi. Sarva Sastra Koi. What does it mean? Sarva Sastra. All the scriptures are saying, associate with Sarva. Okay, I'm not Sarva. Forget what you think. Associate with whoever's here. If you're in the temple, I'm here, Sarva. Wherever you go, wherever you go, this is Sarva. But people, we have material consciousness, the 
way to clear the consciousness is by assisting the world, is by channeling Then we can be free from material attachment, bondage to Prabhupada said, if you said that the result of chanting Hare Krishna is to make you chant more Hare Krishna, more chanting. You think, oh, I'm not feeling, uh, any, I don't, I'm not in the mood today. I'm not feeling attachment to chanting. I don't feel good about it. Then, then you're not always going to be stuck in my arm. You have to pull yourself up like a child. The child learns to crawl and gradually learns to learn. Walk. So we're like a child. We have to crawl for Krishna. Dance for Krishna. And so we're doing this, we fire up Kirtan chanting, and so one guy against the wall he was like this. Come. Pull the up. Gerate the hand and there. Generate Krishna. See, go retire. This there was go retire and disappeared today. His hand in the air. He's not there like that. We don't have babies making a kachakra with hands like this. They make it like this. The Lord is dancing. Blissfully. You don't feel it. You're in ignorance. You don't feel good about being here with us. You don't feel good about Janiya Krishna. That is what you think. That's in your heart. But once you raise your hand, once you chant Hare Krishna, the bliss of the Holy Name overtakes you. Ignorance. The whole idea, the process of Krishna consciousness, is to come to this platform of devotional service, to be ecstatic devotional service. Yeah. We have to become um, um, loving service to Krishna, not out of duty. I'm thinking, oh, here I have to do this. Then the food will not be good. Anything you do, you have to do things that please Krishna. I'm just please Krishna. I'm used to please my Guru Maharaj, to please the Vaishnavas. Just like when your Guru comes, you run around, make garland, you cook for him, wash his feet, bash his Like that. Well, what is he? So, how does he? So, the whole point is that when we can get rid of these desires, like the root of a banyan tree, you have to give your, your Personal agenda and give for Krishna first, for your Guru. So, similarly, the whole process of this process of Krishna consciousness is mentioned uh, here. But at the last, says here, people are very much interested in hearing philosophy when it's spoken by a child. Francis mm -hmm. Papa said, is it? Was it that one small girl? Papa used to, um, is a few years old, five years old, Sarasati. Sarasati. Papa said, who is God? He said, Krishna. People in the world, they're yogis, they don't know who God is. The small girl, Prabhupada says she is best in the human being of all the human in the universe. She knew the small world. Paramahamsa. Huh? Paramahamsa. Paramahamsa. You are Paramahamsa also. <laughs> so, we have to be a child. 
child for Krishna, chant the holy name, become love for Krishna. You don't have to know so much. All you have to know, you know, Krishna is there in the name. You have to relish the Krishna consciousness. That's all. Be here. Just like when I first came to uh, Melbourne and uh, I was in China for many years, 15 years, and uh, I had a lot of uh, freedom and, uh, to do stuff for myself. I think of the temple of Madhuriya, I the temple there. It's all under ground. And so I came here and then uh, I was thinking, uh, maybe not go to the temple so much and you know, do my own thing. And, uh, when you have such desires, and if you are devoted for a long time, Krishna will arrange that you become Krishna conscious. But sometimes we have a, our own desire, but Krishna has his own desire. Krishna is very loving. He, so he, I called the temple and, and, and they were saying, no, and just, why don't you just come over and we'll, we'll work in here. Just, just, just come here first. And so I came I thought, oh. you know, whatever I was thinking, as much they came here as devotee, I think it was a festival day or something. When I came in, there was devotees everywhere. I felt really good about it. And I was stuck in some hotel on my own. And I came here, I thought, wow, this is, what I, this is what I should be doing. This is what I should be. This is what my, I meant to do in Prabhupada. And so, and, uh, and I felt really good. And sometimes devotees tell you, oh, you're not doing it right, do it like this, do it like that. That's what we meant to tell each other, to perform your service. The Gosamis, they are telling us, they wrote books, Sarabhava wrote books. Why? Because the books are the guidelines, are the guide for us to how we can perform our service to Krishna. The devotees tell us. There are two types of devotees of the books. There are two types of books. One is devotee Bhagavata and this is this Bhagavata. So when the devotees tell us, it means Krishna's telling They don't tell you anything different. So, um, the way to perform our service to Krishna more nicely, when you can understand that I'm doing this to please my Guru, I'm doing this to please Shri I'm doing, doing this to please Krishna, then it will become very blissful. When you can give up your interest for the interest of Krishna. Of course, your interest is when you can please Krishna, that becomes your interest. That is our interest. Okay? I'm not going to say much. Any questions? Because uh, I do kind of speak more. So you can interact a little bit and then uh, we can carry on. Thank you very much for the discourse. Um, I've got one comment and one question. The commenter especially in the restaurant, the person serves you food and now they, they serve also, they will make you eat also. Nowadays, in the restaurant, the new, new trend is they not only serve but they feed you also. Why? Because they get more tips. <laughs> this is the interest. And I just said they give only three or four pieces of cheese or paneer or whatever. But uh, yesterday for such a beautiful feast, the temple president invited me inside in the main hall 
And such nice kids, my God. <laughs> I don't think I ever had. <laughs> and so many things, you can't even eat. You pray this one <laughs> before you finish. So, now, my question is, how to increase our love for the lotus feet of Krishna? What are the things other than chanting? Any other means taking pushadam, chanting. So, what other things you want to say? Your, your experience. Thank you. I can't answer that because I myself just eating attached to Pujam and do a lot of other things yet. <laughs> but I can comment a little bit on that. Uh, yeah, like when we chant Hare Krishna, the meaning of chanting Hare Krishna means please engage in your service. So sometimes you say, oh, I'm too busy chanting and then I don't have time to do service. But actually, the very meaning of chanting is to do service, actually. Because that's one thing. And also, Taking Prashadam is also a service. So sometimes people come here, not sometimes, always, people come here and take Prashadam. But they're doing service. They may not want to chant or read or other things, but they're serving Krishna by tasting Prashadam. So that's our job, to make the quality Prashadam for Krishna, for the pleasure of Prabhupada. So when people come, wow, I want to be here. You know, just like um, Radha, uh, Radha Krishna's uh, Anniversary, which we date on the 50th anniversary. And some people are saying, oh, this feast couldn't be better than last time. <laughs> and you know, this thing didn't have enough salt and this thing. I said, how did you, did you like the gulag dinners? So said, oh, that was good. A couple of days before that, we, we, we had to make, we had to make a, a 2,000 gulag dinners. And I learned from the devotees here in, in Australia how to make this gulab jamun. Even Indian people, when they come, they say, your gulab jamun is better than the ones that we have in India. Originally. So Prabhupada taught us how to do things for pleasure of Krishna. He's an Acharya, he's a guru, so he's telling us how to do service to Krishna, perfect our service to Krishna. So, we can learn from the Vaishnavas how to love Krishna. So it's like, just like I said in the bank, they said, next place, there's not really love in there. Next, please. And he said, get out of here. Next one, you know. But this, we are not, we are serve Krishna, we have to call on Krishna. Like Prabhupada said, when you chant Krishna like a child, a child calling for the mother. Oh, mommy. And mommy will jump from the roof to get to the child. Because there's so much love in there. Similarly, we have to be like a child calling for Krishna, chanting Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, tears in your eyes. Tears flowing from the eye, like Chaitanya said. So, if you can understand the principle that if I can learn to love Krishna and to be able to do that, you have to give up your own attachment to this body and family, so many things. So, no, no, I am attached to family. First, we are already in the family of Krishna. We are Krishna's family. Big family. Like my friend, uh, my friend's daughter got married. In Goa, Mukesh uh, from Taiwan, and his daughter's uh, Jinny got married. I was invited, I didn't go, I said, because I saw that in the body dance. That's not my thing. I'm here doing Kirtan. So I met her yesterday, and she, I asked her how many people came. She said, like 500. But we're here, we had 2,000 devotees here. And this is Krishna's family, is bigger. So your family may be a few people. But Yadu Bansa is huge. 
Imagine Krishna's family. Where is Krishna's family? Don't take your small time. We're in a big place. We're in a big family. So sometimes we get discouraged. Oh, they have few people here. No. I say, well, Krishna's family is you. So if we can understand that underneath that we are with Krishna. And my business is to serve Krishna. That's all. Don't get distracted to other things. Then we feel that joy. I always get distracted. Then I have to, I have to tell myself, and I have, I have a reason for me to be here. So, when you test it, it's a good thing that we can wake up to the reality. So, when the Buddhists tell us, that's, that's also it's time to wake up to what we are actually supposed to do. Correct us. It's good. We should not get upset. Do things that can be perfect. Before I came here, I used to work for a diamond company in Hong Kong. And uh, my job was to, was to check the weight of the diamond, the different sizes. And one carried ones, check the color, the cutting, the lot of work that you learn how to do that. So, and then put it in the box after checking the weight. Everything should be perfect and then give it to the boss. And he checked everything, he said, oh, perfect, he did really good. So I thought to myself, perfection comes in devotional service when everything is done for Krishna. Perfect. So sometimes the devotee check, is this correct? Is this perfect? Are you doing nicely? Are you chanting Japan nicely? Are this quality chanting? You want initiation? Am I finished my course nicely? Am I qualified? So these things, there are necessary qualifications for everything. That's, that's what's required.